John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Theme tune time. Let's go, John. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. I told you there's no way I'm singing. Come on. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. Yeah. John and Sam in Japan. Never gonna happen. And put your clothes back on, it's just weird. Ah, never! John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Welcome to the show again. He is John. <laughs> and he is Sam. And this is John and Sam in Japan. The international comedy podcast. <laughs> That's full right. of ease. Listen, you might, be, you might be wondering why John's sounding so upbeat. It's the second time we've done that intro. Because right? he's got quite a severe hangover. He forgot to press record. Luckily, <laughs> yeah. he noticed early on. So we'd only got yeah. literally about a minute into it. But what I was saying before was he looked to see he looks a state listeners he's there slumped over his microphone he's got a dressing gown on i can see his hairy chest sticking through <laughs> he had a rough night yeah well i had a great night um but anyway well, you've been drinking brandy so and now oh, you're drinking right, beer no, yes, I just started telling you about the brandy so uh, listeners i too i drank a lot last night but it's 7 p.m here so i'm feeling a bit fresher i was saying to john just minutes ago my father-in-law gave me some brandy which i don't normally drink i like whiskey but brandy's not something on my uh, normal radar but I drank quite a lot of brandy last night and this will give you an indication of how I was feeling this morning and I think how John's feeling now uh, that was when I woke up this morning I said is it I typed into Google is it possible to be allergic to brandy <laughs> <laughs> Felt <laughs> so, much worse than I normally would, but I think oh. I was probably <laughs> too generous with the pouring. I think mine would be type into Google this one: is it allergic? To, is it possible to be allergic to fun? <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. yeah. Um, so yeah, well, yes. So basically, yesterday my parents took all the grandkids to this theme park. Um, so it's like a free day. They're like, oh, you know, you, you can do what you want. And then just before she left, my mum was like, oh, but don't forget you got to give your grandma lunch. So I had to go and give my, like, 90, she 98, 98-year-old grandma lunch. And um, this is after all week of planning to go out with the boys and have, like, a massive right. day. And Huddersfield, well, football team were playing at home, so I was going to go watch the football. They were all in there from 12, 12 o'clock, drove to my grandma's and then watched her slowly chew... <laughs> A fucking cottage pie. She said, I said to her, I said, oh, yeah, I'm off to watch football today. She's like, oh, you know, all that. So you can leave me. You can leave me. You know, if I choke to death, somebody will find me kind of thing. So, <laughs> you know. so I ended up getting to the pub. I didn't, well, I couldn't even have a drink before the game. So I went to the game. Um, and then, so my missus had gone uh, shopping with my sister-in-law to Manchester so I said to her, oh, you know, because the kids are awake, because they're going for like a meal at night, um, we'll go for a, a nice restaurant for dinner or whatever. So when you come back from shopping, like I'll just go for a few beers with my mates and then you just, you know, we'll meet up and go for a meal. So she's this, like, yeah, yeah. This just sounds like, it, like a, a disaster waiting to happen. Well, no, like uh, football finish at like, what is feel one? So everyone's happy. Finish at like four, eight, four forty-five. Get a call from her going, right? Could we go to a restaurant now? I'm like, it's fucking. I'm gonna go to a restaurant at five o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> Early bird special. <laughs> oh, it's not even that. I was like, I want to go and have a few beers with my mates. I said I didn't have a beer before the game because 
I was watching grandma fucking chew a cottage pie. Um, <laughs> so, like, nobody nobody goes for dinner at five o'clock in the afternoon. That's mental. What are you talking it is, about? It is rather early. Yeah, well, she, she was like, well, I'm hungry. And I was like, well, did you have lunch? No, I didn't have lunch. Well, it's fucking your fault, isn't it? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you've, you've not had lunch, and now you just want to go for dinner at four or five o'clock. I'm like, I'm not even hungry yet. Um, so I called the, called the restaurant and they were like, oh, the first booking is 7.45. So I'm like, oh, get in. <laughs> I was like, right. Winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. So I called her back and I was like, oh, right, we can't go for dinner until 7.45. She's like, well, no, we'll just go to a different restaurant then. So she's like, sent me this restaurant. She was like, oh, I want to go for dinner at six. So I was thinking, fucking hell, that gives me about 45 minutes to have a drink or as many drinks as I can fit in 45 minutes. <laughs> so I was like, Called this other restaurant. It's like a Thai, it's a mix between a Thai and Japanese restaurant. And I said to them, Oh, is there any chance you could have a table for two? And then I said, like, Oh, sort of half past six. Thinking, yeah, yeah, I thought you might. Just, if I asked them <laughs> half past six, then that's going to be all right. And they were like, Oh, no, we can only do quarter past six. I was like, Ah, oh, yeah, go on then. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, we're, we're splitting the difference. I like yeah. it. Yeah. So it was like 15 minutes. Oh, fuck that. Okay. So I called her, said, Right, can meet, I'll meet you at this restaurant in the middle of town at quarter past six. So I met her, went for this food. Food was, it was nice, but it was, there's one bit of the satay, chick, satay chicken wasn't cooked. All uh, right. So like, they've come around and like, oh, how was, I said, oh, first of all, I was like, oh, excuse me, this is not cooked properly. So the guy went away, he came back and he went, oh, the chef says, you know, the black bit on the top means it's being cooked. I went, yeah, but I said, the, the frozen bit in the middle means it hasn't been cooked. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he, the fact that it's cold in the middle. And he's like, oh. then he went away, when he went away again, came back and went, oh, if there's blood, that's all right. That's just how chicken cooks. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's fucking cold. It's not cooked. So the guy guy came back third time. He was like, oh, I'm really sorry about that. I was like, okay. So then came to the end of the meal. This other guy came over and how was your meal? I said, oh, it was all good apart from this frozen chicken bit here. And he went, oh, I'm sorry about that. And that was it. <laughs> I went, all right. right. So I was like, can I have the bill then, please? Bill came. Chicken was on there. I said, uh, oh, so they didn't, it- they didn't cut the no, chicken from it- the bill. Came, um, came with a card machine so was everything okay I said well apart from this bit of frozen chicken that you've that charged me for you... oh right, right. sorry sorry just put your card in here <laughs> right. you need to take the chicken off the bill do I have to spell this out to you yeah this is how English I am I just left it I didn't say Did anything you, and, then, <laughs> and then as we're walking out they're all there stuff alright uh, see you again yeah we'll no definitely you come... won't <laughs> no we'll definitely come back yeah, I hate myself I need to be more American and just fucking, you know, complain. You refuse properly. to pay. But, you know, I'm married to a Japanese person, so she wasn't going to complain. No, but no, definitely not. She was complaining about the fact that I wasn't complaining. <laughs> he hates musical comedy. He can't stand it. He can't stand it. He can't stand it. I had a I had a satisfying event with my missus this week, and uh, very oh, innocently. Is she going to put this on the podcast? <laughs> innocently satisfying. So last week 
she's uh our older son goes swimming on a saturday and last saturday she she always she's very thorough she's very very thorough my wife she with the goggles get this right how often do you do you think it's necessary to take the rubber off the goggles and clean that bit why would you need to? Like, You're in a fucking I... swimming pool full of chlorine. <laughs> yeah, I know. My answer is basically never. Right? It's never necessary to do <laughs> yeah. that. I don't think even professional swimmers take that bit of rubber off. <laughs> so uh, she takes it off weekly after every swimming oh, lesson. My g- <laughs> oh, my God. I know. So To do what? To, to, like, and, like, what? Put it in bleach? Or, like, I'm not just quite sure what happens in the... Soapy uh, water? Or? <laughs> with the mysterious... <laughs> goings on of the rubber but um yeah she she takes it off and then it's hung up and dried separately and then reattached you know that's insane <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what my life my life that is this kind of thing so <laughs> well actually she didn't just on that she didn't even reply to my email saying it wasn't my fault <laughs> yeah. yeah from last episode she, she knows. So I think, did you just tell her not to look at it? Because <laughs> yeah. she hadn't even read it. So I was like, oh, have you just said to her, John sent you a message? So I'm hoping now that the fact that there's like a little sort of green sticker that never goes off until she clicks open the message and I'll know that she's seen it. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll confirm it with her tonight. Yeah, look, she, but I did I'm, tell you, is it? has she read it? No, she hasn't read it. So she hasn't even so, read it. She hasn't even I read think, it. So that must mean there's like a one message unread on her phone all the time. And I'm like, oh. and I'm like, surely she just click on it one time and then just unclick on it, even if she didn't reply. Because otherwise, that would just that annoy me. Sort of she, oh. she would have on her. She doesn't line care about now. that sort of thing, but she but, would care about a rubber part of the goggles that needs washing. It's, that it's is insane. Mental. There's no logic. <laughs> it does, yeah, because you'd think that one would follow the other. She she would have five thousand unread emails in her email box. I have zero. I have that time. Yeah. She and yeah, line messages. She won't even open them if she if she thinks the person they're from isn't worth responding to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what is her? Oh yeah. So anyway, so last week before swimming on on Saturday, she <laughs> she said uh, she she was about to reattach this rubber onto the goggles. And I saw her doing it, but we're in a bit of a rush. So I said to her, oh, do you want me to put that to do the goggles? Do you want me to do it? And she looked at me and said, "Uh, what, don't you think I can do it? And I said, (laughs) I said, oh, no, no, I was just, you know, just trying to be nice. I just thought you might you know, like me to do it. She said, well, okay, thank you. And then, so she gave it to me and I did it. And then yesterday before Noah's swimming lesson, I was in the living room and she came in with the rubber and the goggles. And she said, Sam, could you put the rubber on the goggles? I can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even say anything. I gave her a look and she was like, I know, I know. (laughs) So how, how has she been doing it beforehand? I don't know. I think because winter's coming in, she gets kind of dry hands, and I think she was having a bit of trouble. Um, so it was um, certainly innocently satisfying. That, I just can't get my head around that she takes the rubber off goggles. That's mental. <laughs> <laughs> like, life is short. Do you really need to? John, 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 Sam, in Japan. This is JNS in J News. Time for the news. John, what have you got for us? Okay, so this is uh, from the Mirror Online, and 
I mean, just any chance me does it? Is it from Mirror Online uh, from Reddit? Am I the asshole for? No, we no, this, it's, no not, it's not. No, we've, like, we've we've done that a lot. This is a this is just a genuine uh, story, which is uh, fucking mental. So a woman, so woman guess removes what rubber from goggles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woman hates what so much she has to do what? So, woman hates fungus so much she has to remove the rubber from goggles. <laughs> so, God, so it's a woman hates what so much that she has to do something. Uh, take a swing, wild ballpark, sort of guess. Okay. Um. Well, what do you think this woman hates? Woman, Go with that and then, and then, and then else. Woman hates children so much. <laughs> she, she, she has to wear a blindfold. <laughs> right. So it's woman hates germs so much she has to do what? And the what is pretty fucking mental. Um, on a par with taking the rubber off goggles <laughs> that have been in a chlorine-infested pool. <laughs> um, she is Okay, is it to do with, like, uh, cleaning the house or...? It's... It's to do with keeping something uh, very clean, but it's not within her house. So she goes somewhere and uh, does something. Oh, no, okay. So women, woman hates germs so much, she goes to her children's school and sanitises their desk and chair before Ooh. they sit down. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, that, that probably would be quite close, I reckon, this woman, unless... I'm guessing this woman homeschools. Oh, well, her kid's too young to go to school, but I imagine when the kid does go to school. But anyway, this well, I'll tell you the headline. It says, woman hates germs so much, she has to rent out a supermarket to do the food shop. So a what? woman said she, she rents out the store for one hour a week and allows only one employee to be there while her family goes shopping. The one employee must wear a full hazmat suit and face shield. <laughs> <laughs> that is... <laughs> yeah. I, mean, so, I mean she's loaded she's if she's renting well, out a supermarket th- that's that's why i was like it doesn't appear well i mean doesn't from the story itself it doesn't sound like she's loaded it just sounds like she's fucking bonkers mad do you want to guess uh, a country I, well i was about to say i don't want to you know stereotype but this is sounding very much like it might come from a, a north american uh, <laughs> yeah. country yeah, so and um, not the not the one that's the most north. <laughs> no, not not the one that's full on fascist at the moment. Canada. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, America. And if I had to guess a state in America, I'm gonna go Florida. Oh, um, I don't think it tells you the state. To be fair, so... it's a bit more difficult with states because there's so many of them that are mad. <laughs> yeah, no, it didn't tell. What, yeah, it didn't say where. The state was. It just says, um, so a woman has revealed that she rents out an entire supermarket to avoid germy people. <laughs> oh, good job. Good job she didn't say German people. <laughs> yeah. So she, Emma from the US explained that she and her husband Lucas would rent the supermarket to themselves for one hour a week so they could do their food shopping piece. How the fuck does it take an hour to do food shopping? How long does it take you to do a food shop? Um, well, if I if I'm doing it at the regular speed, it'd be 20 minutes, probably. 25. Yeah, exactly. If I'm trying to avoid returning home to my family, it takes it does take me about an hour. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, this is, from the sounds of it, it's just a normal supermarket. It's not even an Aldi with like all that weird shit in the middle where you walk past it. Oh, <laughs> it's literally just wet food suits, and food Wet and suits for kids in the middle of winter. Yeah, that'll be good. <laughs> so she said, uh, the married couple post about their life and their baby daughter, Crete, again, 
just no. Um, on their TikTok account, uh, their TikTok account is called at It's a Secret Life, where they address their germ-free lifestyle. Not only wow. did the couple not go on holidays, go to restaurants, or go to other people's houses, they refused to shop at the supermarket with other shoppers. We do go shopping just like everybody else. We are normal people. <laughs> 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 your daughter's called Crete you fucking don't go to restaurants or people's houses and you rent out a supermarket yep you're normal fuck off yeah yeah you're, avoid, you're invo- avoiding social contact basically yeah so we are actually pretty well off we use it to our advantage we actually rent out a grocery store for one hour one day a week before they open we have paid the grocery store to sanitise everything and let us be the only people in there shopping so we don't have to be in there shopping with other Jamie people oh yeah oh yeah that supermarket are definitely not sanitising everything yeah exactly <laughs> imagine the guy the guy who stocks the shelves have you sanitised the entire supermarket yeah uh, of course yeah, I have yeah, yeah, yeah here yeah. come those nutters those rich rich <laughs> yeah. nutters <laughs> yeah. just outside having a fucking joint Um, but this is uh, this again this sentence here just so we actually rent out a grocery store for one hour a week uh, one day a week before they open so we pay the grocery store to sanitise everything to let us in and um, we also do this so that Crete can have a real life experience Mm. (laughs) can you imagine growing when you go to school uh, what did you do on the weekend well my parents rented out a supermarket (laughs) and I went in there there's a guy in a full on hazmat suit (laughs) and we bought some beans (laughs) <laughs> but my parents are dead normal as real life experience yeah so she says so yes we do go shopping just uh, we're not crazy we're just like everybody else <laughs> uh, for those wondering how much it costs to rent out an entire supermarket oh, yeah. uh, Emma admitted she wouldn't do it if she wasn't well off she explained let's just say we wouldn't be renting out the grocery store if we weren't rich it's pretty pricey it would actually be cheaper to rent it out after they closed in the evenings but that doesn't fit our schedule so I mean this for me this is where capitalism needs sort of rearranging there's people starving to death on the streets and then there's people who can afford to rent out a supermarket at their not even after the supermarket's closed just do it before the supermarket just just when they feel it's convenient get people Um, in early Oh, we only allow one employee in there to bring us uh, bring us out at the end and we have to wear a full sorry they have to wear a full, full hazmat suit and a face shield the entire time it's like they don't even need to wear it you know what I mean this is exactly yeah. what's wrong with the world yeah yeah he, he, they should let the the shop staff <laughs> just stand there like he would normally or she yeah, would normally yeah and they should wear full on <laughs> fucking hazmat suit. suit oh this is when all these twats are going oh we need another lockdown we need another lockdown but we don't want um, Amazon to stop delivering us stuff and we don't want you know the trains to stop running but we need another lockdown fucking makes my blood boil that a lockdown for the middle class so you could just sit around fucking wanking and pretending to do work on Microsoft Teams drink, drink your champagne yeah cocks um, but so she said many many TikTokers were intrigued by what the couple do for work to be affer- to be able to afford their personal shopping uh, experiences um, so guess 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 where the money comes from oh mummy and daddy probably no so oh this, no no, do they don't. They don't own like a a rubbish dump or something, do they? No, I mean to be fair, this woman sounds absolutely fucking nuts. And you know, I mean, you should never comment on somebody's appearance, but she, um, let's just say, if well, he. So she says, <laughs> we uh, we uh, we got rich because Luke, her husband, won the lottery when he was nineteen. So she mm. snared herself a lottery winner. 
And I'm thinking, this kid must, he's not, it doesn't say how old she is, he's 19. And I'm just hoping he's not just falling in love with the first pussy he's stuck his cock in. Because, I mean, <laughs> do you th- you're looking at this going, hmm, mate, what is, are you is doing? Is there an imbalance? Yeah, the bit of an imbalance there. You've got a missus who I wonder. I wonder. I wonder if deep down it's nothing to do with germs, and if it's to do with making oh. sure he doesn't meet anybody. You have hit the nail on the head. I think. I think I might have to be yeah, fair. Yeah, like, uh, We shouldn't sh- meet any other people. We don't need to go to restaurants and see waitresses. We don't need to go to yeah. the supermarket unless somebody's wearing a full on hazmat suit. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, you're right. You're definitely right. Yeah. Um, so said. Um, well, she says, between that and investing, we don't have to work. We, the royal we, <laughs> loving it. Yep. So she, she said, we spend our time making a nice life for Crete, building a huge playground, travelling around in Crete's camper, etc. When asked, what is something your germophobic family does differently than others? She explained, we're not germophobic, we just don't like germs. We only, <laughs> <laughs> we only allow one employee in there with a hazmat suit on, um... She said, as a family, we don't use public restrooms because they're gross, which I think, yeah, fair enough. That's our, you can Yeah, kind I think of that would be a more that. normal end of the germaphobe spectrum. Yep. Uh, we don't stay at hotels. Not to say we don't visit our family. We do visit them, but they just... They have to wear a hazmat suit. <laughs> yeah, uh, in outdoor locations because even families carry germs. You said the name of their daughter was Crete. I'm surprised that for such a germophobic family that they would choose to name their child such a greasy name. (laughs) (laughs) That is rubbish. (laughs) That was J&S-N-G News. Okay, so John, you might be wondering why I asked you earlier in the week to send me uh, comments of your girl saying uh, why. Yeah. So, well, I've sent you, I, I've made something. It's a present for, for you and all the listeners. I had a little bit of extra time. and My son says it a lot. So, and it just got on my nerves. So I've made something really, it's just to release my frustrations and express how I feel about it. So... Yeah, go on, have a listen, and just let me know what you think. Why? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Time for a bath. Why? Tell me the reason. Right, 7.25, bath time. Turn off the computer. Why? Why? No, let's go. Why? Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Tell me the reason. Thank you. Right, just can you two get out of the bath because I want to get Why? in. Why? Because I've been playing football and I'm all sweaty and I want to get Why? in. Why? Because I play football every week. Because I need exercise, because you lot drive me mental. Why? Because you're naughty. Why? I don't know. Why do you think you're naughty? Why? 
Why? Yeah, why are you naughty? Why? Get out of the bath, hurry up, I want to go in the bath. Why? Do you want me to turn the cold water on you? No! Can you get your shoes on? Why? What country are you from? Why? Why? There ain't no country I ever heard of. They speak English and why? Why? English, motherfucker, do you speak it? Yes. Then you know what I'm saying. Yes. So can you get your shoes on? Why? Say why again. Say why again. I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say why. One more goddamn time. Jesus Christ! Yo, Johnny McBee and Sammy O.T. Two princes took a shit over a cup of tea Probably a spot of milk and a crumpet, please With someone else cooking in the kitchen Could someone answer the burning question? Time for the burning question. This episode's burning question was, what's the scariest thing you've ever done or the most scared you've ever been? John, has anyone been in touch? Yeah, quite a few people got in touch on Twitter. Uh, Bobby Judo, a good friend of the show, a very funny comedian, he said he swam through a pitch black underwater tunnel with no gear. That was terrifying. I yeah, that I, I don't think I'd like that, mental. that kind no. of thing. Have you seen that <laughs> one the the Marines do or something where they have to yeah. dra- they get dragged through like the muddy <clears throat> kind of <laughs> it's like a muddy tunnel thing, but they have to trust each other to drag them out the other end. Oh uh, well, there was a guy yeah. recently in England who spent he got stuck in a cave that flooded for two days underground. Oh, um, that's yeah, kind of like worst 50, nightmare kind of yeah, things. Fifty odd hours. Oh, I was like, oh. No, um, no, thank uh, you. On on a similar theme, Takachu got in touch on Twitter and said, uh, snorkeling in the Pacific off Japan during a high wave warning with two typhoons off the coast. Uh, they said, we saw so many fish, it was totally worth it, but I got scraped up a bit from being pushed around by the water. So yeah, right. kind of a similar sort of uh, overpowered by the elements theme going yeah. on there. Dr. OG uh, on Twitter, he said... Um, Stuck in Dan and Paul's basement thinking burglars were upstairs aged 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Dr. OG, he is a real doctor. He's my friend, uh, Dr. G, Dr. OG. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Dan and Paul are twins we're friends with. In fact, but that, that kind of thing was they had a basement we used to hang out and play Mario Kart and stuff in. And that was funny. But also when those two used to, the two twins used to kick off on each other when we were all in the basement was also pretty scary because they were big guys and because they, they were brothers and the exact same size and age, they used to get pretty violent and it would be, you know, <laughs> collateral damage was very likely to, to occur. But yeah, <laughs> they were good times. I can't believe you've got a friend who's a doctor. He's a doctor, yeah, and he's a, he's a plastic surgeon. Right. So, does he do mate rates? <laughs> yeah, if, if he specialises in rhinoplasties, so <laughs> me and oh, you I can both that. get a new nose. <laughs> yeah, I do need it. My nostrils shit. <laughs> I do need it. <laughs> yeah, no, I do. I keep I, like my. I have a cousin who um, he's got obviously genetically he's got the same sort of nose as me, and he went and had his his uh, sinuses sort of cauterised to help him breathe better. Oh right. Um, so yeah, no. How much can he charge you, mate? I don't know. I think Doctor OG is more sort of regarding shape, less less, less than internal. 
uh, sinus treatments. But I'll, I'll sort. I'll, I'll see if I can sort you out. He's got a clinic on Harley Street, I think. So we'll right. We can, Fucking we can hell, get something rolling in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. Well, I ask him just generally. Ask him how much would it cost to get one nostril cauterized and see what he says. Yeah, okay, I'll ask him. I will. But this is—he's a very successful, uh, very successful doctor. Obviously, doing very well. But this is still the same guy who I sat next to in history class and had a paper-eating contest with. <laughs> but, but, but little did he know, I was spitting mine out into spitting mine out into my hand and putting it in my pocket. And at the end of the class, I showed him this massive ball of wet paper and said, "What have you been doing with yours?" And he said, "I've been fucking." eating it (laughs) yeah i mean you know there's book smarts and then there's street smarts (laughs) yeah (laughs) genius uh yeah well yeah cheers for the (laughs) cheers for the memories dr og uh, moving on, uh, Craig Hoffman got in touch. He said that the scariest thing he's done, uh, he's ever done, is waking up most days, which is <laughs> probably a social comment on the frustrations and dangers of living in the modern world. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, waking up with kids. Realising you've got children now. <laughs> remembering remember that you have to care about other human beings God, that's... yeah do you know what actually on a, on a sort of semi-serious note having children is one of the scariest things because oh, it's mental oh, just all the stuff that you like you know i've got well i know people who've kind of gone off the deep end about worried about their kids and you kind of you mean like renting just... out an entire supermarket oh fucking hell yeah Oh, well, they won't allow them to go on any sort of form of public transport because. Um, oh, really? Yeah, they've gone. They've just gone insane. Yeah. But you just need to realise that long before phones and the internet, there was people living in caves, and we managed to get through hundreds of thousands of years without, <laughs> you know, becoming extinct. So that's what I tell myself when my daughters are just playing outside and I'm not watching them because I'm just too busy watching Match of the Day reruns. <laughs> motivational messages from john and sam <laughs> yeah uh, but i think the winner for this different topic was uh tim on twitter he said he almost got dragged off the forecastle of a massive helicopter carrier by a runaway tugboat line when he was in the navy so i'm assuming Whoa. the forecastle is like the front front part of a ship and he got his foot caught in a, a rope and he got dragged off um yeah that yeah. would that would be terrifying that kind of thing like being <laughs> yeah. stood on a on a ship or a tower like next to a, a railing and, and that kind of the proximity to death is yeah it's terrifying oh. just being there let alone any event happening yeah um and the, the, the final one i've got here was from i've uh, got here is from guy jincade on twitter which is probably like the opposite end of the spectrum to the guy's near-death experience he said the scariest thing he ever done is fart on the train after he's just gotten over gastro <laughs> <laughs> And that's all for today's episode. Just leaves me to say thanks to everyone who is involved. Um, thanks to Samuel for providing the voiceover uh, for the jingle earlier. 
<laughs> so next episode's burning question after last night's sort of disastrous attempt at uh, a romantic evening. So what is the worst romantic evening you've had? <laughs> Sounds good. Right. Anything else? That I think that's all. All right. Catch, Catch you later. later. It is time to go. That's the end of the show. If you liked it, write a review. Five stars or F you. And if you want to get in touch, we'd like that very much. Send a tape of your comedy. Not a tape, just an MP3. Send us some comedy or a song that is funny. Send us your favourite bit. But we don't want your dick pics. It is time to go. That's the end of the show. Tell your friends and your family. Or even the people you're married. You should join in. Answer the burning question Send a new story Preferably something we can find about We're on the social media sites Facebook and Twitter day and night It's John and Sam in Japan at gmail.com And if you do this then maybe, just maybe Sam will put his clothes back on John and Sam in Japan The International Comedy Podcast Can you get your shoes on? Why? What country you from? Why? Why? There ain't no country I ever heard of. They speak English and why? Why? English, motherfucker, do you speak it? Yes. Then you know what I'm saying. Yes. So can you get your shoes on? Why? Say why again. Say why again. I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say why one more goddamn time.